Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous. Oh, hold on a second here. I had something, a machine on there. Let me cut that off so you can hear me. Let me say that one more time. Good morning. <laughs> Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Thursday morning. The Lord has blessed us with another day to serve and glorify Him this morning. So praise God for that. And I uh, hope you woke up bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and ready to hit the day. So this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And uh, I'm generally, uh, as you probably have noticed, a uh, morning person. I'm usually, when I hit the ground, I'm usually ready to tell jokes, have fun. And uh, I've always been like it. In high school, I remember people with their heads laying on the desk. And I'd be my obnoxious self, joking and carrying on. And they'd raise up from their desk and half asleep look at me and say, somebody ought to kill you. Strange, now that I'm married, I, I still get that same look and, and hear those same words. That somebody ought to kill you. But, uh, oh well, it is what it is. I can't help that I am just a regular Mary Poppins in the morning. So, but, uh, hello there, Emerson. But, uh, hope everybody uh, is, uh, is faring well. I know things are rough right now and so I'm trying to be eternally optimistic and that's what what course do we have living in misery and worry is not going to change our circumstances so hey let's make the best of what we have I was thinking the other day um, a story I'd read uh, many many years ago when I was but if we lad uh, that uh, in history I think it's in the uh, I want to say the Revolutionary War I'm pretty sure it's Revolutionary War uh, these soldiers come into a town they were starved to death and, uh, they, of course, food was scarce at this time, kind of seeing that now to a certain extent. And I'm sure you all may be familiar with this, uh, this story. But they said, uh, they told the townspeople, they said, uh, hey, let's make a rock soup. Well, that intrigued everybody at the, uh, kinda, sorry, kind of mustache hair or something, aggravating. Um, a, um, make rock soup. And they said, well, what, what do you mean, what's rock soup? What's that intrigued? I wanted to know. I said, well, you, you come on out and, uh, you bring your vegetables or if you got any meat or anything like that and we'll, we'll, we'll show you rock soup well they placed three stones in the bottom of that uh, that cooking pot and filled it with water put all those vegetables in there and everybody got to eat my big stew well in other words what they did they can just trick everybody it wasn't rock soup it was just a beef stew but that way everybody come together and got to eat sometimes you know there may be you may have circumstances you may have to uh, deal with and you may have to use what resources you have and uh, to make the best out of a bad situation so let's just try to have that optimism and Lord knowing the Lord is in control and we don't have anything to worry about but just give it over to him all right well let's go ahead and look at our passage this morning we're going to look at uh, Titus chapter 2 verses 11 and 12 sorry my fat finger gets in the way when uh, I uh, uh, try to bring up these uh, slides here and uh, which I uh, neglected to uh, to bring up here so all right let's go ahead and look at that this morning okay here we go verse 11 and 12 says for the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust we shall live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world. And as me old pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it 
to our hearts. All right, so let's take a look at this here. So we're looking at this here in Titus, in Titus chapter 2, verses 11 and 12. And the, the, the focal point and basis of what we're needing to look at and understand in this passage this, this morning, sort of say this evening, <laughs> this morning, is a self-denial. You know, that is a very hard thing to do, and the world doesn't make it easy. Because what does the world tell us? The world tells us that to not deny self and do not deny your your true self. You know that's why uh, the uh, the uh, title of this, you know, you to Shakespeare to thy own self be true, up it to thy own self deny with a question mark. Because in uh, in today's society, anything goes, whatever feels good does it. And if, if anybody tells you that's wrong, then that is judging. And that is not their place to judge. And all this bunch of baloney that's out there. We have to have a, a set standards of rules, of, of rights and wrongs that we are to avoid. God is not out here to rob you of your joy. He's not out here to hurt you. He's here to, to put us on the right path and direct us so that we don't hurt so that we don't hurt ourselves. As any good parent uh, would do, they, they, we lay down certain do's and don'ts to our children not to hurt them, but to help them. And that's what Jesus Christ does. That's what the Word of God does, is to put us in that right direction uh, so that we can glorify Him and try to do what is right uh, morally, ethically, spiritually, and emotionally. So that's why we are, because we are inherently selfish people. That's why, you know, you've often heard them, me reference, uh, you know, where people try to say, well, follow your heart. What does your heart tell you? Well, you know what? You can't follow your heart because the heart is desperately wicked. Who can know it? If you follow, if you're following after your heart, you know, you, I've had well-intentioned Friends, you know, you could be sincere, but sincerely wrong, who have uh, thrown that out there uh, in regards to relationships and such. What does your heart tell you? And I'll screw you up every time. What is God telling you? That's what's going to keep you on the right path. That's why do you think when it comes to self-denial, uh, denial, uh, that God's Word says to deny yourself and take up the cross and follow after Him because we have to, uh, uh, to, to die of ourselves to become more like Christ. He who shall lose his life will find it. We have to uh, put away those things that we know are ungodly, those things that we know that are wrong. Put away the lust of the, uh, lust of the flesh, the pride of life. We have to put away these things that are not glorifying unto God. That's why God doesn't just say, well, anything goes. No, that's why we have the Ten Commandments. That's why we have the Golden Rule. That's why we have these parables. That's why we have these things so that God can keep us on the right path. And I think that it is important and imperative to make sure that uh, these passages such as Titus 2, 11 and 12 that we're looking at this morning of self-denial, uh, that uh, it is imperative, particularly now more than ever. And you say, well, why is that? Well, for one, in, in the instances I just described as the world saying, do whatever feels good, but uh, those uh, who are uh, at home or quarantined, uh, you know, uh, the old saying goes, idle hands are the devil's work. If you've got too much time on your hands, you're inclined to go in the, the direction you should not. And, the, and remember, the devil does not play fair. It is a, 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 a the, the battle is not flesh and blood. It is emotional. It is spiritual. You know, and, and that's where he wants to take it, in that mind uh, to try to draw us down, try to beat us up. And try to get us in the wrong direction. And when you got a lot of time,
time on your hands and you're playing around on the internet it's easy to start drifting in things you should be looking at should be watching you know it's easy to compromise a little bit uh, and say oh well this was really funny well it was really dirty or really bad but i shouldn't have watched it but hey it's really funny and, and try to justify something that you know was not glorifying unto god we have to deny ourselves which is not easy and follow after jesus christ to die to deny ourselves esteeming others better than ourselves that's hard to do particularly if somebody has wronged you or you don't like them to sit there and say well how in the world am i supposed to to esteem others better than myself you don't know what this person's done hey you know what that's when you got to give it over to god you know there's some people say well you just need to get over it that's not always as easy to do uh, as some people try to say good morning scott and uh, because you know i've had people that's wronged me and it's took me a lot of years uh, to have that forgiveness in my heart for that person it took me a lot of years of prayer uh, because you don't want these people to have have power over you and you want to have forgiveness towards someone else as god has forgiven you so we have to esteem others better ourselves putting others above our own wants and needs to be selfless to be kind-hearted to uh, to demonstrate jesus christ and and obedience in all areas of our lives it is not an easy thing to do but being a christian is the hardest thing you'll ever do and i've said this time and time again that if anybody tries to say that you're way up here spiritually and they're looking their nose down at you man just get the heck away from them they're no better than the pharisees wanted everybody to see how pious and holy that they were and that they uh, uh you know they wanted to make sure that they were saying repetitive prayers in the market so that everybody could see how righteous they were full of crap you know that's a bad thing that's hurt a lot of christians out there is people that are full of crap and i'll be honest with you uh and as and i know i'm not just regurgitating something my father has said from the pulpit but as a general rule i don't get along with a lot of other pastors and i'm not all of them all right there are a lot of good god-loving humble pastors out there that truly love the lord uh but there are other pastors out there who are full of it and I can't, I can't stand somebody that is fake, all right? I just, I just, I hate it. I hate it with a passion, you know? Uh, and you always know when somebody's blowing smoke. Good morning, Lee. You always know when somebody's blowing smoke anyway. And it's just, you know, I'm not just like, get away from me, pastor or not. If you're full of it, just go on. I don't, I don't like that garbage. But I think it's those kind of attitudes that has hurt people from coming to the Lord, hurt people from going to church because they they just, they can see through that that arrogance, that selfish pride uh, that they're portraying out there. Listen, we're all sinners. We all mess up. There's none righteous, no, not one. Every one of us mess up. I mess up daily. I screw up every single day of my life. And, uh, you know, so I, I like I say, I, I feel like the Apostle Paul sometimes, the chief of sinners, the very things I want to do, I don't do. The things I, I, uh, I, I want to do, I don't do. But the things I, I do, let's see, wait a minute. I'm getting that all confused here a second. See, I'm not perfect. See right there is a perfect example. I am not perfect. <laughs> but he says the very things I want to do, I don't do. But the things that, uh, uh, what is wrong with me this morning? There's the very things I want to do, I don't do. The things I don't do, I don't want to do, I do. There, I'll get out of here in a second. So, see, none righteous, no, not one. So, even even the 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 crazy preacher with a weird hat is getting it wrong this morning. So, we got that scripture messed up. But the point is, all right, is that self-denial. And uh, sometimes we have to deny the very thing that in our core nature seems right. 
But if it's wrong in God's eye, in God's eyes, then we have to redirect and get ourselves back on the right path. You can't do it on your own. You know, uh, there's nothing we can do on our own. If you're trying, if you're dealing with addiction, if you're dealing uh, with habitual sin, if you're dealing with whatever it may be, you, if you, you can try your best with willpower to change direction, to change different areas in your life, but it's only through Jesus Christ alone can he give us the strength and the ability and the power to overcome and be victorious over these areas in our lives. So we have to deny self submit to him and give our all to Jesus Christ. And when you can do that, that's when you will see a fundamental change in your in the way you respond, look, see, and perceive things. And uh, when you start having that closer, more intimate relationship with Jesus Christ, you start seeing more and more, wow, you know, that was a selfish action. That was a nasty attitude. Uh, you know, that is the uh, the wrong kind of relationship I need to be in. You know, that's why one thing God says not to be unequally yoked together. And when you're trying to deny self and follow the path of what is right in God's eyes, and you're hanging around people or dating someone who is not of God, who don't have their their heart and the right uh, doesn't know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, they're going to pull you down, man. It's so much easier for people to pull you down than it is for you to pull them up. And I, I see this a lot of times relationships. I don't care if it's men or women, either one. Well, I love this person, and, and I, I figured if I dated them that I would get them into church. <laughs> Good luck, you know. Very rarely does it ever happen. Rarely. Well, you don't understand, man. They're a good person. It doesn't matter. God's Word says not to be unequally yoked together with unbelievers. And uh, like I said, the, you know, they're, they're in the very rare chances uh, do people uh, are able to, to do that. Well, how do you know I'm not one of those, those people? Well, again, the, the chances are greater than not that it's going to happen. They're going to pull you down. Just like I don't know how many times I see people come to church, come regularly. I love this church. I would never leave this church. I love being here. And as soon as they get married, they vanish. I don't know what happens uh, after they get married. Apparently, they dissolve and they're never seen again, you know. So, I, you know, it just it's just fact of life, you know, and, and and so that's why we have to be on our guard. The devil doesn't play fair. So in a world that says anything goes, follow your heart, do what you want to do, it doesn't matter. We have to judge all things by the word of God. All right. People try to tell you, well, you're not to judge me. That's God's job. Well, and we are told to judge and we will even judge the angels one day. So we are to judge. We are to judge righteously by the same, we, the same way we ourselves will be judged. That's how we do things. We have to, you wouldn't know between right and wrong if we didn't judge. We have to judge all things by the word of God. And when something is, is not right, hey, how do we know it's wrong? Because we know God's word. And that's how we, that's our litmus test about, on all things. So that's why we have to uh, make sure we're in God's word. When we see a brother or sister stumbling, in a loving way, you know, we don't come up there and say, uh, you know, smack them with the family Bible and say, uh, you're going to hell, boy. I mean, that's, I mean, come on. And I've met people like that. It's just insanity. But anyway, it's, uh, you know, in a kind and loving way, say, hey, you know, we need to talk. Uh, you know, I noticed that you're, you know, going in this direction here. This, you know, this is not good. You know, let's, what does God's word say about this? Let's pray about this. You know, try to bring them back to where they need to be in a loving and kind way, which is not always easy. Denying ourselves and taking up the cross and falling after Jesus Christ is not easy. Our carnal nature wars against the, our flesh wars against the spirit, and it, it's a constant battle.
And sometimes we win and sometimes we lose, but we have to keep fighting. It's not an anything kind of goes uh, scenario when it comes to Christianity. We have to discern and we have to understand what is glorifying God's eyes and what is not. If you have a son or a daughter who maybe maybe they're dealing with alternative lifestyle decisions, and uh, you know, and I'm sure it's heart wrenching and heartbreaking. Uh, and uh, you don't know what to do. Cover them in prayer. You, you know, I'm not saying to quit loving them. You know, even though what they're doing is is um, uh, ungodly and it is unbiblical, and it goes against the grain of, of what the God has ordained between a man and a woman. You need to cover them in prayer that God will touch their hearts and minds. Get them into Christian counseling. Try to get them in the right direction. Don't just condone and say, well, don't you tell me not to love my child. Nobody's telling you not to love. I've got family members that, are, that deal with that kind of thing. Uh, you know, it, it, we still love these individuals, all right, but we have to try to pray and, and cover them in, in the love of Christ and try to get them in the right direction. I think some people confuse um, uh, love with uh, condoning what they're doing, and that's not nothing to be further from the truth. We don't uh, uh, compromise on God's word just because we love somebody. We continue to love them, but try to get them in the right direction, have them understand and get them on the right path they need to be, whether it's that or extramarital affairs or, or pornography or drinking or gluttony. Hey, you know, a lot of us got a real problem with gluttony. You don't see a lot of fat preachers hitting on that either. You know, so we got to, you know, we have to have to be sure that we're, we're trying to do what's right in God's eyes. We're never going to be perfect on this side of heaven, but we can continue to strive to have that mind of Christ. And how do you do that? Self-denial, denying self and falling after Jesus Christ. It's not easy. That's why it says narrow is the way. All right. And broad is the path that leads to destruction. It's easy to go down that broad path where everybody else is going. It's hard to stay on that narrow path. But if you keep Jesus Christ first, staying daily in the Word, and I mean, I'm just telling right now, that's why I think that's why, you know, who knows why we're dealing with this virus, but I think that God has given ample opportunities to families to come together like they never have before, ample opportunities to get into God's Word like never before, to spend that time of prayer never before, and to strengthen our relationship with our families and with Christ and get us back on the right path. Maybe this is one last chance God has given us to do the right thing. And so if you're not doing that, I urge you and implore you to watch the online services to get into God's Word do some extracurricular reading do these things so because one day all this will pass and Jesus Christ is going to come back and whether he don't our lives are so short we may see him sooner than later and make sure you're on that right path and you're prepared because one day we're going to meet and stand before Jesus Christ before I stand before God the Father in judgment let us have a word of prayer and Father Lord we thank you love you and praise you Lord, thank you for another day, another opportunity to spread the gospel message. Lord, help us, each and every one of us, to uh, deny self, to deny what may seem natural to man, and do what is right in your eyes. Give us that strength. Give us that uh, perseverance and endurance. Give us that hope to serve you well, Lord. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead us. Guide us. Watch over and protect us. Lord, be with our children and our families. Keep them safe and protected from this virus. Those who are dealing with colds and flus and sicknesses, that you bring healing upon them. Those who may be uh, diagnosed with 
this uh, COVID-19, Lord. I know they may be scared and worried and bring healing and peace upon them. Those who are having uh, test results uh, that uh, as far as uh, uh, cancerous uh, type of test, that you will bring uh, good results back. And uh, Lord, you know who those individuals are and who I'm thinking about. And Lord, I pray that you be with the Trivet family and give them peace during this difficult time. Lord, be with all of our first responders, police officers, doctors, nurses, all those who are on the front lines, that you will uh, uh, give them protection. Let them know they're loved, needed, and appreciated. Be with our truck drivers and, and uh, our grocery store clerks and all those out there as well. And uh, Lord, just pray that you be with our president, give him protection, guide him and his family. And Lord, just pray that you give him proper wisdom and discernment for, and, uh, and let him seek you in all things. And be with this nation, touch hearts and minds like never before. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals watching this morning, and I hope you have a great day today, a fantabulous day. And always remember, if you would like to add me on on. Uh, friends or family that uh, don't already are not already on here uh, like to watch these devotions each morning and other uh, ministry type things you can find me on uh, uh, here at dr young 77 and if you don't do um, social media or i mean obviously you do you'll be watching <laughs> if you know somebody that don't uh, they can uh, go to youtube dr matthias young and uh, they can subscribe there watch the daily devotionals uh, as well and or don't forget uh, whoops hit the wrong button there uh, is um, don't forget that uh, every Saturday at six o'clock my wife and I uh, do uh, the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, The Adventures of Matt and Brandy. And we've been, praise God, has been well received. We've been getting over 300 to 500 viewers. And so praise God for that. It's been, so we're going to continue to do that. Got some other ideas as well. But on the podcast, you know, you, we, will sh we stream the video live on Facebook, and then I upload it to YouTube. But now the remember, podcast, Apple iTunes, all that is uh, audio only. Uh, there is uh, no video, so you can listen to sermons and uh, devotions and uh, all that as you're working around the house, in the garden, or going throughout your day. So, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day, a blessed day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching.